Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is house, H-O-U-S-E. Really? You bet your life! Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, the dealers who have on display the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission and the all-new Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only... I wonder what became of Sally. And Groucho. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $2,500 for one of our couples. Mr. Fenneman, uh, bring on the first couple. Oh, Groucho, we have some young single people for you. They were chosen by our studio audience just before we went on the air. Miss Ula Anderson and Mr. Charles O'Brien Osborne. Would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Ula Anderson and Charles O'Brien Osborne. And you're both single? That's right. Yes. Mm. Ula? Is that how you pronounce it? Ula. Ula. <laughs> Ula. French have a word for it. Ula la. <laughs> ah, yeah, I know. You're a Svenska? Yeah, I'm Swedish. Yeah. Do you what? speak Swedish? No, but I uh, wish I did. Huh? <laughs> After looking at you, I wish I could speak English. Huh? <laughs> what part of uh, Sweden are you from? Minneapolis? No, I'm from Enschelsvik. What was that? Enschelsvik. Could you could you spell that for the audience? Huh? Well, I can't spell it in English, but I can spell it in Swedish because you don't have those letters. <laughs> well, spell it in Swedish. E r n s k e l d s v i k. Now spell it backwards. Uh, I can't. How long have you been from Sweden? One and a half year. Oh, I see. How old are you, Ula? Eighteen. Well, you're a very pretty Svenska, huh? <laughs> Certainly the best advertisement for smorgasbord I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you could pick her instead of the herring on that smorgasbord? <laughs> Charles O'Brien Osborne, huh? That's a pretty imposing name. Which one of these three names shall I call you? I'd rather you call me Chad, sir. Chad? That's right, sir. How old are you, Chad? I'm 20. 20? Well, we're both in the prime of life. <laughs> the only difference is they have to prime me to get me started in the morning. <laughs> what do you think of Ula? Oh, I think she's a very nice, pretty young lady. Uh, she has a very cute accent. <laughs> yes, she is. You ought to know. You've been looking at it ever since you've been up there. <laughs> How long have you been in this country, Chad? Uh, two months now. Two months, huh? And where, where, where do you come from, Europe? <laughs> well, it might be Europe to you, but it's North Carolina to me. <laughs> oh, you, you, you come from the United States, huh? Uh, Ula, how long have you been in this country? A year and a half, you said, huh? What made you decide to come to America? Was it Chad? Well. Was it the equivalent of Chad? Well, it was lots of American pictures I saw, and it was real handsome boys in those pictures. You saw American pictures, and that uh, prompted you to come to America, huh? 
And now that you've been here, why, would you say these movies were accurate in depicting American men? Well, I think they're a little bit too overdone, though. <laughs> Don't you like them overdone? What do you want, them rare? <laughs> what did you really expect over here, Ula? 60 million Gregory Pecks? Um, you realize what that is? 60 million Pecks is 15 million bushels. <laughs> yeah, that would be too much, though. Chad, let's see if you're a gay, romantic, handsome, typical American male. What sort of work do you do? I work at a service station. <laughs> That's good, honest work. Is this your ambition, to someday own your own service station and, and service to Sotos and Plymouths? Uh, no, uh, Groucho, my ambition is to further my ability to be a stuntman. A stuntman? Right. At a service station? What do you do, <laughs> hang upside down from a gas pump? <laughs> That's certainly a curious way to give a gallon, uh, ten gallons of gas to a car, isn't it? What kind of a stunt man are you? I'm an narrow trapeze artist. In the circus? No, uh, that comes under the uh, heading of uh, airplanes. You, I have uh, my trapeze bar that I hook underneath the airplane and then go up a couple thousand feet and hang by my heels and my knees. Well, that's not so exciting at that. <laughs> I did that the last time I flew east. It's called tourist, third class. <laughs> what else did you do? Did you just hang there like a bat until the plane runs out of gas? No, after you get through your, uh, your trapeze act, uh, the crowd, uh, they, they don't think you have a shoot on because you're up so high they can't see it. And they put the shoe over pretty big. You're hanging there by your heels and all of a sudden you just fall off. And, uh, That's a good joke it on them, shakes isn't it? The up. Yeah. It really shakes the people up, and you fall a couple of thousand feet, and then you open your chute. Uh -huh. They're all relieved then. Yeah. What is your opinion of American men now, Ula? Do you think Chad is a dashing, romantic, and gay, or do you think he should be locked up? No, I think he's very brave, and I don't think many men would do the same thing as he does. Ula, would you like to go flying with Chad? No, I don't like to ride in airplanes. Well, you wouldn't be riding in the plane. You'd be swinging upside down. <laughs> well, you're a charming couple, and now you're going to play your bet your life. And, Ula, this is one part of America you'll enjoy because you have a chance to make a lot of money here. We start you off with $100. If you miss a question, you lose half of your bankroll, and you can quit any time you like. Now, let's see how much money you can make. You selected music. And remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Now, what do you want to start with? Fifty. Don't kiss her. Just talk it over. Fifty dollars? Fifty. All right. Let's see if you can identify this well-known Gershwin tune. Play, Jack. Talk it over. And one answer to please. It's a very well-known song. It's Embraceable You by George oh. and Ira Gershwin. Well, you lost half your bankroll. You still have $50. All right, now don't get discouraged. What do you want to try this time? It's up to you. I'm going to let you decide. I messed up on the first one. <laughs> well, let's, let's try 60. 60? This tune has been a favorite for years. What is it? Play, maestro. Sleepy time, Gail. Sleepy time, Gail is right. 
And your bankroll is growing again. You now have $110. Now, what do you want to try? Well, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, let's say 70. 70, Old Devil Moon and Howard Things and Glockamora are two hit songs from what successful musical comedy? They're two song hits from what successful musical comedy? Played on Broadway for two years. You can talk it over, you know. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. It's Finian's Rainbow. Well, you now have $55. $55, and here's your last chance. I had to beat the other couples. Now, what do you want to try? Let's go for 80. 80. Okay. <laughs> Al Jolson and Vincent Roos wrote this longtime favorite. What is the name of it? Play, Jack. Stunt man, if you don't know, take a stab. Nothing? Nothing. Well, it's. They play it every time you go to Catalina. It's Avalon. And you wind up with $27.50. Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth deal. Sorry to hear Well, Groucho, we have a high school student from Fairfax High in Los Angeles. He's Henry Aaron. His partner is a special guest. She's Mrs. Laura Asher. I'll tell you what, let's see how long it takes you to find out her real identity. Folks, you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. Henry Aaron and Mrs. Laura Asher, eh? Uh, Mrs. Asher, I gather there's something about you Fenneman thinks I should know. I've got a pretty good idea already, but I'll give our listeners a chance to guess. Weren't you in the movies? Yes, about 20 years ago. Well, that's the time I was in it. <laughs> what are some of the pictures you were in? Oh, dear, I wonder if I can remember. Well, name ten. Well, <laughs> King of Jazz. I'm talking Paul about Whiteman. old times. That's right. And um, Finders Keepers, Cat and the Canary. Oh, dozens of others I don't remember. Henry, did you ever see Mrs. Asher in pictures? Well, if she made pictures 20 years ago, I don't think I could have seen her. I'm only 18. <laughs> Don't you watch television? <laughs> if you made movies 20 years ago, and my Hollywood arithmetic is correct, you must be pretty close to 34, is that right? Well, you're getting warm. Well, that's easy around you, huh? <laughs> well, you're just as lovely and charming as you were 20 years ago. Thank you. And the whole world knew you as Laura LaPlante. You were a very big success in the movies. Why did you give up acting? Didn't you like the food in the studio commissary? Well, no, it wasn't that altogether. I, I got married, and, um, well, I've never been one of those people who can run two careers at once, and I decided that marriage was the more important. Well, that's a wonderful attitude. I'm sure many of our actresses in Hollywood feel the same way. <laughs> I know one actress who gave up acting eight times just to get married. <laughs> Your husband's a big producer at Paramount, isn't he? 
Well, I think he'd be very insulted to have you call him big. He's just taken off 25 pounds. <laughs> he looks like a leading man now. But he is a producer at Paramount Studios. Well, I see. Is he tall, your husband? About six feet. Mm-hmm. Can he hit hard? Oh, <laughs> he's never tried it on me. No, I was referring to me. <laughs> what picture is your husband producing now? Well, his last production was Elephant Walk with uh, Elizabeth Taylor and uh, Dana Andrews. It was a picture that was made in Ceylon. They took a whole troop of players over to Ceylon, worked there about two months. They used lots and lots of elephants in it, and it's, uh, the scenery is magnificent. I think scenery that most of us have never seen. Mm-hmm. I haven't even seen an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth Taylor, does she ride on the top of the elephant? And uh, What do they call that? A howdah, a hoodah? What do they is... call that? You're I don't student. know. <laughs> <laughs> You're not much of a student, are you? <laughs> what is your chief interest in school, uh, Henry? Well, I'm interested in a lot of things at Fairfax High, I guess. I'm interested in athletics. I like to watch the sports and... Well... (laughs) That's that's pretty tiring, isn't it? Well, sometimes it gets me down, but... um, The thing that I'm most interested in, I have been trying to help organize the debating team at our school for a couple of years, and... Nobody will talk? (laughs) The wrong people won't. Well, what would you like to be when you finish school, if you ever do? <laughs> well, I'd like to go into politics as a matter of fact. I you want to be a statesman? I think that would be a better name for it probably. Well, there's quite a difference between a politician and a statesman. Yes, there is. Politician gets elected and the statesman gets defeated. <laughs> I mean, you want what do you want to be? Uh, well, uh, an alderman? Or? I I I'm very interested in being in the Congress because I feel that there there's a real opportunity to do things, and there are certainly things that could, can be done. Oh, come now. <laughs> Why, those boys are perfect. <laughs> well, I... Do you, you know they're only stuck with 200 million pounds of butter? <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> that was one of their big schemes a couple of years ago. <laughs> all I know is what I read the paper. <laughs> Gosh, he wins. <laughs> well, it's been an honor to talk with you, uh, Laura. You don't mind if I call Thank you Laura. Thank you. Huh? And you too, Henry. You don't mind if I call you <laughs> Laura too. I wish I could continue this conversation, but the time has come to play you bet your life. In the race for the $2,500, the first couple won $27.50, and the secret word is house. Now, you, you both know how to play this game, huh? I would mm-hmm. like to say, if I may, Groucho, well, that if, if, we're, may, um, yeah. if we're lucky enough to win something, I'd like to have my share go to the Motion Picture Relief Fund. Well, that's, that's very nice of you. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, this won't influence the quiz, any. Uh, <laughs> however, it's, it's a commendable uh, objective, Laura, and uh, I'm proud of you. And I wish you weren't married. Now, let's see how much money you can <laughs> Let's see how much money you can make. You select a geography. And remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. We'd like to start with the $100 question. A $100 question? Yes. Why, you're as mad as Benny March's head. $100. Okay, what is the capital of Puerto Rico? 
Talk it over. Oh, I wish I was home. <laughs> I don't. Go ahead. San Juan. San Juan is correct. Oh. <laughs> well, you're off to a fine start. Your bankroll is now $200. Now you have $200. Now what do you want to do? Well, the 90. Come yeah. on down the okay. line. Okay, 90. 90. What country is known as the Pearl of the Antilles? Antilles, I guess. How is your Antilles, by the way? <laughs> well, it's A-N-T-I-L-L-E-S. Pearl of the Antilles, we think it's Cuba. By Jove, it is Cuba. Yeah. You now have $290. You, you can quit, part? you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to proceed. Oh, no, I have a good part here. We're not going to quit. <laughs> we'll try the $80 question. $80. The Suez Canal connects the Mediterranean Sea with what other sea? Talk it over. The Mediterranean, I believe, is the Pacific. I'm depending on you, The dear. Pacific Ocean. Think... Caribbean Audience? Sea. It's the Red Sea. Oh! I was thinking of the... Panama Canal. <laughs> well, right. you, uh, you, you lost it. half your bankroll. You, you still, still have $145. You have $145, and you can quit or go ahead. We'll try for the $70 question. All right. What is the name of the storm-tossed southernmost tip of South America? Tierra del Fuego. I hope it was right. <laughs> what did you say? Tierra del Fuego. <laughs> Well, I've got uh, Cape Horn here, but you, apparently you know more about it than I do. <laughs> and also the boys in the back here, <laughs> who conceive these questions. That's good enough for me. Yeah. And you wind up with a bank roll of $215. Big kiss. Well, right. thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> George, do your duty. Tell me who's next. All right, Groucho. Just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected a fireman. His name is Cyril Bennett. And with him is a housewife, Mrs. Jacqueline uh, Reinerson. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. Uh, Jacqueline uh, Reinerson, eh? And Mr. Cyril Bennett. You're a fireman? How's the pinochle game going? <laughs> Jacqueline Reinerson, huh? That's you? You're a very attractive Jacqueline. May I call you Jackie Jacqueline? You may. Everyone does. Everyone does. Where are you from, Jack? Oh, I was born in Paris, France. In Paris, France? Mm-hmm. My oh. mother was a war bride in the First World War. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Do you poly move? Well, I do, but I'm a little rusty. <laughs> Have you tried getting oiled once in a while? <laughs> How'd you meet your husband? Uh, your husband. Uh, Would you say it was love at first sight? Well, that just depends on how you define love. Well, the definition for love is fairly simple. It's it's an itching that you can't scratch. <laughs> Can you ever hear the seven-year itch? How would you define love, uh, Jack? Well, I feel that um, it's a combination of things, it's, um, physical as well as the mental attraction. But uh, I do think the most important thing is that uh, people feel the same about basic principles, things that involve integrity, honor, and uh, consideration, courtesy. And that's love, huh? I think so. 
Well, I guess it is. I guess that's why so many people marry for money. Huh? <laughs> I'm just an old cynic, that's all. Sir, let's get down to some facts about your job as a fireman. For example, how many fires do you attend in a day? I don't go to any fires. <laughs> Not a very hot fireman, I must say. What's the matter? Don't you like to smash furniture? <laughs> Why don't you go to fires? Well, I'm at the fire department alarm board. That's the uh, communications center for the fire department. Mm-hmm. Well, were you uh, formerly uh, just a regular fireman? Yes, sir. I was a fireman for many years. Mm-hmm. Well, when you get a call, how long does it take for a fire truck to respond? Uh, do they get there the same day? <laughs> <laughs> well, when a fireman receives a uh, alarm... He jumps out of bed, slides the pole, and is on the uh, truck within ten seconds. And five seconds later, he's back upstairs trying to find his trousers. <laughs> well, Jackie, let's get back to you. I've discovered after seven years on this seat here that every housewife has outside interests. Uh, what is yours? Well, for the past 18 months, I've been doing everything I can to help Lakewood become a city. Lakewood? You mean there's local Lakewood out there? That's mm-hmm. a pretty big job. How many children do you have so far? <laughs> How do you explain this away? Well, about 18 months ago, there was a move to uh, annex Lakewood to Long Beach. And uh, many of us in the community felt that we were 60,000 young people, intelligent. There certainly should be enough leadership in our community so that we could have local self-government. So we decided to do it, and we did. It sounds like an unusual place, Lakewood. It is. What would you say is your biggest asset there? Well, I would say our children are. Mm -hmm. We have uh, 35,000 children whose uh, average age is under six. You have 35,000 children and a total population of 60,000? That's right. And you say Long Beach wanted to annex your town? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you just keep having children at that rate, and I predict in four more years... Lakewood will not only annex Long Beach, it'll engulf the whole of Southern California. (laughs) Well, it's been very interesting talking to you two, and I wish both of you the best of luck in the future. Now, let's play You Bet Your Life. In the race for the $2,500, the high school student and Laura LaPlante are leading with $215. Let's see how much money you can make. You select a general information quiz, and remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. All right. Seven. Seventy. In mathematics, what do you call the figure three decimal point fourteen sixteen? Three decimal point one four one six. Pi. That's right. What kind, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, pi is right. <laughs> You now have $170 in your bankroll. What do you want to try? Six. Sixty? What, what do you call a fatal spot in the desert? An oasis. Mm-hmm. That's true. An oasis. You now have $230. You can quit or proceed. Five. We'll go ahead. Fifty? Mm-hmm. What do you call the track left by a ship passing through the water? Wake. Wake. That's right. <laughs> You now have $280. You can quit or go ahead. Forty. 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 What do you call the complete outfit for a newborn infant? You ought to know that. Layette. Layette is absolutely correct. And you wind up with $320. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. (laughs) 
And that means that Mrs. Ryerson and the firemen with $320 in just one minute get the chance of the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. <laughs> Friends, the time is now. Hold on there, Fenneman. What do you mean the time is now? Well, Groucho, now is the time to visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer if you're interested in buying a good used car at the lowest price and on easy terms. Because this is the time of year your DeSoto Plymouth dealer can really offer you real savings on used cars. The reason is he now has a fine, full selection of all makes and models in a wide price range. Many are one-owner, low-mileage DeSotos and Plymouths that the dealer has serviced regularly from the day they were new. As long as you've gone that far, George, you might as well tell him about the TV sticker. All right. Look for the TV sticker on the windshields of your DeSoto Plymouth dealer's used cars. It stands for top value. Your DeSoto Plymouth dealer is the only place in town where you can get top value used cars. There's one other thing I want to point out. Your DeSoto Plymouth dealer plans to be in business in your community for a long, long time. He needs your goodwill and confidence. That's why you can be sure of an honest, fair deal. Remember, the time is now. First thing tomorrow, visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer for the finest used cars at the lowest possible prices on the easiest terms available. And here comes the winning couple, Groucho, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. All right, here we go for $2,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please note up in the audience. Here it is. Only one denomination of United States currency has a picture of the White House on the back of it. For $2,500, which bill is it? Talk it over. You have 15 seconds. All right, what, what's the answer you two have decided upon? The dollar bill. No, I'm sorry, it's the $20 no. bill. So that means the big question next week will be worth $3,000. Well, you lost the big money, but how much they win the quiz? Uh, $320 in That's the quiz. That's not too bad. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you very much. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $3,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto Plymouth. Two great new cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks. And remember, just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic. Friends, adult and child victims of cerebral palsy can become useful, productive citizens in your community. Send your contribution to your nearest cerebral palsy chapter to help pay for the needed treatment and research. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin.
This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You'll bet your life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. 